The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord Jesus appointed 72 disciples whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick in it, and say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. The Gospel of the Lord. Last year with the 7th and 8th graders at St. Vincent's, we began to prepare them for uh, missionary evangelization. And the reason we were doing this is that in their confirmation year, part of the, the gift of the sacrament of confirmation is to be sent, to go, and to proclaim the faith that is now infused in us, that's sealed by us from the Holy Spirit. Because uh, that's the, the purpose of confirmation is to go live mission. And so we had different stages we took them through. We, we started with just the very basic, like, do you have a relationship with God? Because if you don't, there's not much you can share. And so we began by practicing hearing God's word through prayer, through scripture. And we used this gospel passage for them uh, in, a, in a version of Lexio Divina. And so what we did was we had them read it through. And we took a couple minutes and said, write down everything that stood out to you. And they had... You know, some of them had a couple thoughts they wrote down. Some of them had a bunch of thoughts they wrote down. Most of them, oddly enough, not really oddly enough, most of them put down, behold, I'm sending you like lambs among wolves. Like that really stood out to a lot of them. But there's other parts that stood out as well. So he said, okay, that was the first step. Now we're going to go back. We're going to read through it again. We're going to focus on those lines you wrote down and think, what is God trying to tell me in that, in that verse or in that idea so they did that, and they took down maybe like one or two ideas and said, okay, now, third time, what do you think, so we've got, we've got like what stood out, what God is trying to tell me, and then the third is like, how do I understand this? So there's, and you can flip-flop those last, you could you used to do like, what do I think about this first, and then what is God telling me? But the idea is, God's going to speak to me through the scriptures, there's, there's a part of me that has to discern what, how I understand it, and then a part of me that has to discern what is God really saying. And it's actually more important that we, we go the route of writing them down, what we think, and then what God says. Because what was fascinating is some of the students, they thought, oh yeah, lambs among wolves, like it's going to be scary. And I was like, okay, well, what do you think God is telling you in that? I think God's going to send me to places that I may not want to go, but I need to go. I'm like, okay. So our own interpretation can be broadened by 
the Lord's desire for us. Luke, as an evangelist and as an apostle, he wrote his gospel for Gentiles. He wrote it for those who had not yet come to know God. His whole desire was missionary-focused. He wanted people to be brought closer to the Lord. And so there's a lot of times in his passages he focuses on these types of themes. For us, there's, there's many things we can take from today. One is just a, a re-examination of how we dive into Scripture— so reading it, looking at the things that stand out, looking at how we understand something and then asking God, like, what do you mean by this? What does this mean to me in my life right now? That can be a really good uh, daily practice we should continue. But also just you have the theme of the harvest and the laborers, and so, okay, we need to pray for vocations. This is true. But the think about maybe how Jesus appointed 72, and they were sent two by two. Is there someone the Lord has placed in my life that I am called to live this mission with? That might be a spouse, that might be a friend, and that might be a person we don't even know yet. It might be a person we've known and we've, you know, grown distant and now we, can, we want to grow close again. But the fact is, like, we're not supposed to do these things alone. God has designed us, even in this going out, like the disciples to go two by two. And so a big part of our prayer today can be, Lord, who's that person that you're designing me and desiring me to go on this mission with? So that can be a really good prayer. Um, But taking the scripture, reading through it, discovering what stands out to us, how we understand that, and then, Lord, what do you mean by this um, is a powerful tool and praying about who the Lord is asking us to go on mission with.